Welcome to the show. It's your boy, Lewis. And it's your boy, Gibby. What's up, guys? What's going on? Yes, welcome. This is episode three, season two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, today, we're going to talk about current events. Habs news and signings. Uh, we got results from training camp. Uh, Girl LaFleur, she's back today to talk some Habs. Uh, we're going to rank our Canadian teams and so much more. But uh, first, we have uh, some announcements to make. So we have a new display picture. Yeah, we added Uh, Lizzie to the Yeah, Lizzie's there. It's a new cartoon of us. Mm -hmm. Uh, You can see it on our Twitter page, and I'm sure we're going to up across all uh, social media platforms. We're going to switch it all up. And uh, obviously, the iTunes podcast uh, display picture, so we'll, we'll mm-hmm. change all of it. So uh, how did we get this picture? Well, for anybody looking to get work done for vectors, <coughs> on vectors, sorry, for advertisements, posters, web or prints, layouts for magazines and books, vis- visit my boy Pumps page at Sour Pumps. It's Mike. You might want to follow on Instagram, DM him, hit him up on the email, um, yeah, if you're looking to get some, some great work done, he's, uh, he's always here to help you, uh, put your vision to life. Yes. Sour pumps, big Mike. He did our last one and, uh, he did this one and he did a fantastic job. He made me look great. Sharp yeah. features, a lot better than I look in real life. Cartoon yeah. me is yeah. goals. I look great. I look <laughs> he did great. really good idea. But yeah. you know, that cartoon me is goals. Like that's yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I want to look anyway. Um, also, um, we officially drafted yesterday. Yeah, my team's great. Yeah, I feel good about my team, too. We're not going to name teams and stuff like that, but I, I want to read the, the team names. So let's, okay. let's read through the matchups. So for those of you that don't know, they're all Habs-based team names. So Yeah, so let's see. I'm going to open it up, and let's go to matchups for week one, all matchups. So first week, Gibby and I face off, and I'm Alsner's Ulcers, uh, and he's grabbed my P.E.K.K.A., so we're facing off this week. <laughs> uh, Max World is facing Team Domination. Domination, get it? <laughs> uh, team I Know What I'm Druin is playing Hellborn Habitant. Mm-hmm. Bergie's Fourth Aligners is playing Montreal Rehabs. Uh, Pasta Primu Vera is playing Rags to Riche. Mm-hmm. And Girl Lafleur is playing Attitude Era like that one and how you drew in is playing forever canadians fan so yeah kept it simple uh so yeah good luck to everybody in the league and uh thanks for your money guys yeah thanks i'm gonna win there's no money remember thanks for (laughs) thanks for (laughs) bragging rights in the shirt guys thanks for letting us keep our shirt and ring yeah so yeah like we said the winner gets a shirt winner gets a ring and there may or may not be money involved monetary value no uh, and then also a last announcement is just a reminder to those who have not already watched, please visit our YouTube channel. Have a, have a listen on YouTube. We've got two workout videos and an introduction to the podcast. Yes, Treg has been following our workout plan. And if you guys haven't seen Treg, follow Treg, by the way, yeah, on he Twitter. Looks good. He's um, a referral. He has been using our workout videos, and he's lost a ton of weight. He looks yeah. great. He looked, he looked good great. before. Now he looks fantastic. Yeah, he looks fantastic. So, yeah, take a look. Share, like, subscribe, comment, all that stuff. 
Um, so yeah, that's that's it for announcements. Uh, now it's what has happened since we've been gone. Since you've been gone. So rapper Little Zan, okay, <laughs> or Little Xanax, he was hospitalized for allegedly eating two many hot, uh, extra hot Cheetos. I tried this one chili and it set my mouth on fire and I had to drink a two liter of Mountain Dew. <laughs> so hopefully little Zan drank a two liter of Mountain Dew. Yeah. Like, this is, listen, first of all, little Zan, little Xanax, listen there, buddy boy, you're not going to throw this one past me. There's no way you went to the hospital for, for too many hot too Cheetos. Many Cheetos. Your not name is little Xanax. Yeah. For a reason. Yeah. <laughs> The guy, all <laughs> these know. new rappers. I know, man. These stupid. SoundCloud rappers. Uh, it's just wow. Uh, Kanye West and his daughter uh, threw the first pitch at the White Sox game the other day, and as anybody would probably guess, uh, he pro- he didn't make his pitch. Didn't make it to the mound. He so, hopped it. <laughs> I'm assuming that his daughter was about to throw out the ga- the first pitch, and he's like, he yanked it from her, and he threw no, it. No, no. Actually, the daughter threw first, but I seen as the pitcher brought the ball, he was talking to him. He, he, I think he asked him. He's like, "Hey, man." Can I get a throw? Yeah. What a hero. I think he did that. And why is it that nobody can ever throw the ball properly? Like, I don't know. And especially if you know you're going to be there, they throw a couple, throw you know, couple practices. Play some get catch. a Tommy John surgery prior to. Let them let you come out during warm-ups and throw a couple, get a little Stretch practice. The arm. You know, like, come on, man. I just don't understand how everybody is terrible at throwing it. I mean, nobody's worse than 50 Cent, but Kanye is pretty bad. <laughs> 50s was bad. Yeah. Uh, Tiger Woods, man. Hey. Won his 80th career. Oh, it's his 80th career win at the PGA Championship. He's so back. That's that's a great story. He's back. It's a great story for golf. Yeah, it is. I'm, ha- I'm happy to, to see that. I think he needed that. Um, yeah, I think it's great. And you could just see him slowly getting better, gaining his confidence. Mm. And I think it was nice for him to get this this win under his belt. Monkey's off. Yeah, definitely. I think I think it's going to be a really good, strong season for Tiger next year. Uh, boxer Anthony Joshua, he won by knockout over Povetkin or Povotkin this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, see, the same thing is happening in the heavyweight division of boxing where you have the two top dogs, Deontay Wilder and Anthony Joshua, but the fight is just not being made. It's gonna. I think it's going to end up like... Uh, Mayweather and Pacquiao, where by the time they fight, prime. they're like out of their prime. Yeah, and I'm, that's my fear of this. And I just feel like boxing needs to find new rules and regulations and find ways to make these big fights happen earlier and and kind of take the politics out of it. Mm-hmm. So we'll see about that. John Gibbons no. will not return. Gibby will not return as the manager of the Blue Jays. The original Gibby. I'm still sticking around. Well, allegedly. no. I, what I'm saying is that na- that's why we named you Gibby. So I'm, <laughs> I'm thinking we have to find a new uh, nickname for you on the show. No, <laughs> can't do that. To we me. can't. We, we should have. Hey, like you know, everybody, email the have a listen <laughs> email have a listen at gmail and tell me some suggestions uh, for a new name for Gibby on the show. Huh? Oh man, <laughs> that's gonna be interesting. Uh, sticking on Blue Jays, Roberto Osuna. <laughs> what? Roberto Osuna. <laughs> uh, he was greeted with boos and heckles at the Rogers Center. Yeah, uh, which is ex- expected. But then uh, the next day, his all of his charges were cleared. Yeah, how much did he pay her off? But yeah, did you see that? Like, sh- 
obviously it's a peace bond she, or whatever. She refuses to testify. Yeah. And that's the main reason why the the charges were dropped. Well, do you blame her? Yeah. I mean, she's got a kid with the guy. She wants to re- maintain a relationship and, you know, yeah. if he can't play baseball, he can't make that big money. So, yeah, so she's a little to... bit messed up. It's definitely a cover up going on there. It is what it is. Um, Kawhi Leonard. Okay, he he made his uh his Raptors not Raptors debut, but first press conference, mm-hmm. and I, you got to hear his laugh. Rank this laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> Sounds like like Dracula or something weird. Oh my god! Yeah, like <laughs> that's a weird laugh. <laughs> oh, that laugh is, is just legendary. I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, definitely keeping that sound bite. Uh, Buffalo Bills, my Buffalo Bills, upset Rick's Rick Stevens team, the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, this was not only did Buffalo upset the world, the football world, but they upset the Vegas. They upset everybody. How? Can they be 16 and a half underdogs and pull this off? I don't know. I honestly don't. I, I like I took them in all my point spreads because I thought they would have covered. And yeah. then like next thing I know, it's 21 nothing for them. And I'm like, what is going on? Yeah, their defense came to play that. Yeah. Game. And even Josh Allen looked good, too. Yeah, he looked good. Yeah. Hopefully this is a sign of things to come for the Bills. I'm not going to put my money on it, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, Bill Belichick, man, he ran out on the field in Detroit and just completely curved these children asking for a high five. Does that man have a soul? I hate Bill Belichick. He has no Great soul. coach, but I just, I look at him and he just looks like an asshole. He, he has no soul. Like, no. He literally has no soul, that guy. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, man, breaks the NFL record. He throws 13 feet. TDs through three games, beating Peyton Manning's 12. My boy. I got him in fantasy, that, so that, that's beauty. Is this kid the real deal, though, or yeah. is he just getting lucky? They were, no, he is the real deal. They were talking about him uh, this past Sunday. Uh, they were comparing him to the Brett Favre. It's like the Brett Favre of our generation. All right, well, we'll see. Hopefully he can hold it up. I've seen this before where QBs get off to hot starts and they kind of cool off after people start to figure him out. We'll see. The Philadelphia Flyers mascot, Gritty. A.K.A. <laughs> Yuppie's step cousin. Yeah, just got out of jail. He just looks like Yuppie served, served a long uh, prison sentence, and this is him. Yeah. Wow. Did you see him take a wipeout? Yeah. like <laughs> He's probably half hammered. It's pretty funny, though. Yeah. yeah. After he tweeted, he's like, man, you guys should have told me that this kid, that ice was slippery. <laughs> Uh, I think it's funny new gimmick, whatever. It's a little gimmicky, but it, it's I think it's funny. Yeah, it is. It's what caught it is. everybody's attention, got everybody talking about it. So yeah, it's they, they're doing their job. It's nice to have a mascot. Uh, X Hab Brian Gianta retires after 16 NHL seasons. He's 39 years old. Uh, good good career. Played well in New yeah. Jersey. Had a couple good years in Montreal. Yeah, he did. He did. I, I, you know, I thought he was a decent captain. I thought he, he handled the captaincy and the pressure that comes along with it well. A couple good playoff runs with us. Um, Great I mean, goatee. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, he had that steady GG clapper. Yeah. Would come down that wing and just clap one in. I liked him. I wish him all the best in his retirement. 
Yes, I do too. Uh, Shay Theodore, yes, guys, it's the dream is over. Shay Theodore <laughs> will not be a hab. He inked a seven-year, five-point-two mil per year with the Knights. Okay, I'm not gonna say he may not be a hab, but he's signed, so it's gonna be harder now. But <laughs> it's still the dream is still not over. It's not happening. Could have taken him instead of Mike McCarron, I think that year, right? It was Shay Theodore? Yeah, something like that. Uh, but whatever. And uh, Zach Smith was waived by the Sens. Yeah, Duchesne didn't like it. Said it was a kick in the nuts. Yeah, yeah. But and Smith. then even Guy Boucher came out and said that wasn't my decision really, you know what I mean? Yeah. So and I think he's gonna be in the lineup again. I don't know. Jeez. Weird, weird, weird things going on there. Uh times wow. for uh, it's time for some Habs times news. For. Times for it's times for some uh, Habs news now. I have some pretzels for you. <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that voiceover is the best. <laughs> okay. Uh, Max Domi. We're going to touch on this. Max Domi suspended five games. Rightfully so. I don't care what anybody says. Five preseason games. Yeah, some people he got say, away. He got away some, lucky. Some people say it's rightfully so. Some people say, what do you, tell me, what do you feel? How, how do you feel about the situation? I think he deserved to get suspended. Um, he got lucky that it was in the preseason, that it happened in the preseason, because should it have happened in the season, he would have been suspended, lost money for it, um, lost yeah. salary. Mm-hmm. Because it was in the preseason, they're pretty much just give me g- giveaway games. You just play for free, I guess. But um, the preseason, you know, he, he's a guy who's trying a new position yes, on a new team. I get it's it. It's pretty crucial. It's a, it's it a is crucial, thing. but he, 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 got, he got lucky. He didn't miss any games um, in the season. Okay, but was it a sucker punch? Yeah. Of course, it's a sucker punch. See, that's where I disagree. How is it a sucker punch when you feed a guy, you're, you're in front of him, you're standing in front of him, you give him a couple jabs, and you're ready to engage, and he refuses to Yeah, to so you can't, you can't engage. Listen, I understand what he did was at the end there, he dropped the glove, and he snuck in a hook. That is dirty. That should have never happened. But I, I wouldn't call it a sucker punch. I, Ekblad, I think, you know, chose not to defend himself. Yeah, so he, Domi he shouldn't not be to. throwing no, punches. No, I agree. Domi shouldn't. I think the five games is okay. Even if, the, you know, even if they allowed him to play the preseason and gave him, let's say, two regular season games, I would have mm-hmm. been cool with that. I think either or, because you got to take something away from him. Yeah. You take it, take the the preseason, which I think is important for a guy like him on a new team. Yeah, he's going to build chemistry center, and such. Or you let him play the preseason and then sit out the first two games. I think either or would be okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think it was a sucker punch. I think that Ekblad refused to protect himself, which I think is is dumb. But yeah. I do see where Domi kind of snuck in that little hook. He dropped it at the end and, and hit him with a pretty clean shot. So that that stuff shouldn't happen. That's not a, a clean play at all. But it's not a sucker punch. So let's not say that it is because it isn't. It is a dirty kind of sneaky punch, but it's not a sucker punch. But what's your when definition? a guy is standing in front of you, you see him, you know him, you chose not to protect yourself. Now you're leaving yourself open f- to get punched. If you if you're really like that, then turtle. You've seen Alexi Emelin do it many times because he doesn't want to fight. <laughs> he just turtles. Emelin, okay? boom. At no, least you're protecting yourself. Okay, so protect yourself next time. That's anybody really in the league. Yeah. Um, Josh Brook and Joel Teasdale. They were signed to their entry level deals. Both returned to their junior teams. What did you see in these two young men? I like Josh Brook actually. I'm going to touch on it a little bit uh, later on in the show. Um, I thought we were. I thought he was going to stick around for a little bit longer, but um, obviously they think he needs to marinate a little bit in the juniors. I actually like Joel Teasdale as well. I thought he looked all right. He fit well with a uh, bunch of teams. 
not a bunch of teams, but he fit well. Sorry about that. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> even even when you're not interrupting me, you're interrupting <laughs> me. Um, no, I, I thought Joel Teasdale, he looked good as well. Um, but yeah, obviously management feels that they're not ready just yet. But um, I really like Josh Brook. I think we're going to be seeing him in the NHL in a few years. Yeah, I thought Josh Brook was definitely very impressive. I'm very excited for his future. I think it was the right decision. I think they named him the captain as soon as he got back. Mm -hmm. And uh, allegedly he had a really good first game. So I wish him the best. I'm excited about the future of this kid. Joel Teasdale, too. He, he looked really good. He showed some good speed. He showed some some talent for sure. Yeah. And I think it's well-deserved. He came here to camp and he earned that contract. So I think these are two good signings. I, like I said, j day by day, this prospect pool is just growing, and it's it's definitely something to you know to make us excited and and raise uh, 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 ambition, I guess. <laughs> um, excitement. Yeah, excitement. Sorry. Uh, Paul Byron inks an extension for a year, three thirteen point six million dollar deal. Yeah, for four years. Good deal. I thought it was a good deal. It's 3.4 annual, right? And I saw Cap Friendly tweeted something. It was comparable contracts with five players. One of them is Leo Komarov. The other one, Antoine Roussel. Zach Smith, who just recently got uh -huh. waived. Um, <laughs> Jay Beagle and Vladimir Zabotka. I ended up looking all their stats up, and I believe it was, if I'm not mistaken, Roussel was the only guy to crack 20 goals. Right. Other than that, None of these guys are... I think Paul Byron is way more useful than all yeah, of those all guys. Yeah, all three. And that, that is a little bit of a biased opinion from us. But based off of what we see from Byron, comparable to all these guys, we obviously don't see them as often as Byron, but Zach Smith is on waivers. Well, he, but he's, he's, not, he's not a bad player, Zach Smith. He's okay. No, I'm comparing him I would to, take Byron anyway. Yeah, I'm comparing him to Byron. But yeah, I like the, I like the deal and... He's really excited to stick around. So now, I heard some people saying, oh, you know, there's not a rebuild. Like, if it's not a rebuild, if you sign a guy like Byron, that's ridiculous. Terrible. He's only 29 years old. I hate it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a very small deal. You need role players like this on the team. The guy kills yeah. penalties. He's got speed. He can play up and down the lineup. This is a good signing, and this is the type of players you want around if it is indeed a rebuild. You can't, like... Totally wrong. You can't rebuild and have, like, 17... 18, 19. And he's the type of guy that you want your young guys to look at. Yeah, and say, you look at how learn. he works. He's look at how worker. he plays. Yeah. So, you don't yes. Wanna, you don't want to have 23, 18-year-olds on your team inexperienced and, and like, if you worse need comes people to, to learn from. Exactly. And if worse comes to worse, you can still trade him because yeah. he's got a, a bargain deal for yeah. anybody. And uh, last bit of news, uh, Laval Rocket training camp is underway. We're not going to talk about it too much. We're just going to monitor it, and I'm sure we'll have Rick and Amy on uh, the show to break down the uh, expectations. So yeah. that's that's uh, pretty much all we have uh, for now. Right now, time to get into that show. To make those rainbows in my mind when I think of you sometime and I want to spend some time with you. Just the two of us. We can make it if we try. Singing and 
Are there any surprises, anybody you feel that uh, should have had a longer look? So let me just read out the cuts here quick. So uh, let me pull up that page here. So the, I guess the, the first uh, set, uh, group of cuts were uh, Moravchich, David Schlenica, okay, they were assigned to Laval. Joel Ward was let go. Nick Suzuki was returned back to his junior team. Then you also had Shin Carrick, McCarron, Byron Fraze, Renat Valiev, Brett Lernout. Uh, those guys all cleared waivers today. Mm-hmm. Anybody surprised you? Also with the first round of cuts with all the young guys. Yeah, honestly, it doesn't surprise me. Like 75% of the guys that were cut or either too young and got sent to the junior team or eight. They were all AHL bound or junior bound anyways. But personally, I thought uh, Josh Brook would have stuck around a little bit longer because uh, I felt he looked really good. And even though despite his age, him being only 18, I'm sure like, I'm sure they, they kind of, they want him to improve some aspects of his game because he is young. Um, so they sent him back down to junior, let him mature a little bit more. I can see him becoming a future everyday NHL defenseman in about two to three years. I'm also surprised that uh, we cut Suzuki as early as we did. Um, he looked really good on and off the puck. He really held his own. Um, I, I, I guess management kind of felt like he wasn't quite ready just yet. So another year in junior would help his development. And someone, one of the guys on Twitter, I believe it was Treg or Blaine from Habs Unfiltered, they brought up a really good point. You have Kotka Niemi and you have Suzuki, okay? Your two top center prospects. Right. Um, both guys aren't going to get their nine-game tryout once the season begins. And Kotka Niemi obviously had the better, tri- had the better camp. So yeah. they're going to give him, they're going to reward him with the, um, the nine-game. Personally, I think Suzuki is more NHL-ready strictly based off of Kotka Niemi. Um, having to put on, I think Kotka Niemi still needs to put on weight. The more skilled and impressive guy at camp was Kotka Niemi, though. Um, which goes to my next top kick, top top kick. <laughs> top um, kick. Kotka top, Niemi, top, he looks he looks fan, he looks fantastic. Kid looks positionally sound. I think he's gonna stick around, and I'm sure he'll get. No, sorry, I think he's not gonna stick around. I think he's gonna have nine games, and then they'll send him back to Finland. Um, have him play center full time there since last season he was playing the wing. Um, allow him to get more comfortable there. Allow him to mature as a young center for the Habs near future. Uh, I think we're going to see Kotka Niemi in about two years full time at the NHL level. Um, we also have to remember he's only 18. So two, in two years, he'll be 20. He'll have put on that man weight, that extra weight to yeah. him. Um, but I'm really excited to see this kid in the future. It's kind of like NHL 19. Yeah. You uh, you kind of you you want to sim through the the dynasty so your prospects get a few years under their belt, and then you see what happens. And so basically, that's what I want to do. I want to fast forward two years and s- allow him to become that top six center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that for the most part. Um, yeah, I agree. Okay, listen, Josh Brook. Yes, I thought. I would like to get an extra look, but I think the junior hockey season was about to start, and they knew he wasn't going to stay, so they said, you know what, kid, go back, go down, rip it up. Uh, another guy I thought was good was Will Bitten. I thought he had a strong showing again. Um, not again, sorry. I thought he had a strong showing, yeah. but 
either way, I think he was going to Laval. That's another case where they knew he was not yeah. going to start the season there. So they said, you're going down. I still think that we can see this kid, Will Bitten, on this team as early as next season. Or I wouldn't even be surprised if an injury happens that he would be an uh, early season or sometime in the season a call-up at some mm-hmm. point. Um, another guy that jumped out to me was Jeremiah Addison. You know, especially with the absence of Shaw, I thought we needed like a gritty, get-to-the-net type of dirty, not dirty player, a guy who gets to the dirty areas. Um but I guess he didn't have a good camp because we didn't even see him play in any preseason yeah. games or nothing, right? He yeah. just got sent straight down. So he must have had a, a very, I don't know if he came in out of shape or what it was. Um, so I'm hoping he finds his game. You know, I was always high on that kid. Uh, and I thought there would be a spot for him, especially with the lack of grit on this team right now. Yeah. Um, now, the second round of cuts. I wasn't you know I wasn't really surprised but I'm still surprised to see Simone Dupre still there. Yeah, he's, he's like been, I don't he's think been he's been, been good down. at all. He, I don't I don't he, see anything in that guy. He's a big body, I understand that, but I I just don't see it. He's been okay. I wouldn't say he's been bad. I wouldn't say he's been good. He's been okay. There's been there's I been thought Maravicic or Maracic yes, was better I, than him. I, I thought uh Learnout was better than him. I don't see why Dupre is still around. Um McCarron, I didn't, you know, the the guy's a career AHLer. It's done. You know what I mean? I don't see him playing in the show. Maybe he can go out west and give it a go there, but I doubt it. I think his his NHL career ends here. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Maravichich, Valiev, uh, Learnout, I thought they all had solid camps, and mm-hmm. I think the pressure is on for the older guys to perform now because you got some guys behind them who actually could get a call-up, but before, you never really saw that. So I think it's a positive thing for Laval, and it's a positive thing for the team. Yeah, for sure. Um, now, Kerry, uh, sorry, Nikita Sherback. Mm-hmm. He has two goals, three games. He, he's had his moments, but has he earned a spot on the team? Um, at this point, he's scoring, yes. But I think it's better <clears throat> he starts the, the year at the HL level and makes minor adjustments to his game. Um, he needs to play a more, he, 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 he needs to play a more complete game. I find that he's weak on the puck. He reminds me, honestly, he reminds me a lot of a young Pacioretty. Mm-hmm. Um, when Sherback's not scoring, he's not really doing much off puck action um, to help his cause to make to to make the team and to stand out when he's not scoring. I think uh, allow him to fix his minor tweaks in his game, and he'll be back probably around Christmas break once he can figure out if his, he can find it. Yeah, if he can. Nikita, oh Nikita, <laughs> here we are again, Nikita. You know, he needs to go to YouTube channel, have a listen, okay? I, I <laughs> and work he needs out. to watch our workout plan. I don't know what his off-season workout regimen is. Why does he get to these slow starts? He has so much talent. He's got a nose for the net. He can finish. But I don't think he thinks the game fast enough or move his feet fast enough. And he's not a slow skater. He's no. not a slow skater. It's just, I think, <clears throat> between the, the ears. He reminds me of a Kostitsin. Yeah. You know, I think it's like a, a Russian thing. Mm-hmm. It's one of those Russian things. Ovechkin, too, is kind of like that, right? Where he's kind of like floating around and yeah. then he finds it. But, you know, the difference is, is Ovechkin, you know, has, a, he's a way better skater. He's got a bullet of a one timer and he hits everything in sight. 
So pretty much if Sherback can do all that, then he could be the next Ovechkin, is what I'm trying to say. I wish. <laughs> if that makes sense. But no, you know what I mean? Like, he's off to a slow start. I'm hoping he can show us a little more in the next two games, um, like the game tonight and mm-hmm. if he plays Saturday. Uh, but another thing to keep in mind is let's not forget, he's not he hasn't played his best hockey, but he's still getting on the score sheet. He's still getting a scoring chances. He had two shots on net uh, last game. Um, so imagine when he starts picking it up. So I don't think I'm giving up yet. I think we need to see some more spark from him. Yeah, I agree. Not to be confused with Garrett Sparks, because Garrett Sparks is, Got lit is how not to make the <laughs> NHL. So we don't want to see none of that in him. Um, Carey Price. Yeah. How do you feel about Carey Price? Is he back? Do you see any early signs? Is he back to form? What do you see? Honestly, okay, so I'm just going to say this. Carey is the least of our worry for our team right now. If the team in front of him isn't performing well, it doesn't matter if he plays well or not. In the new era of speed, the goalie takes a minor backseat to the team. Um, you need, don't get me wrong, though. You need a goalie to be, to be good, 100%. But if the team isn't scoring, you're using, oh, my goodness, and you're losing games due to lack of scoring, then it doesn't matter if Price plays well. Um, as for what I saw so far at camp, um, I think he's still at times a little bit shaky, but I think his, uh, his lateral movement from post to post looks a lot more smooth and crisp compared to last year. It looks more controlled, and he looks more positionally sound. I wouldn't say he's back 100% just yet, back to form, but I think that's more of a... I think he has more of a mental issue with the confidence. He needs to get back... He needs to get his confidence back completely and trust that he can compete again to his full potential, and we all know what his full potential is. It's the best goal in the world. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, I mean... Listen, I don't think we could worry about him, but I would be lying to you if I told you I had zero worries about Carey Price. The huge contract, the injuries from last season, the Mm -hmm. terrible season. I'm only human, man. So, you know, I see myself paying a lot of attention to Carey Price, and I think it's me being paranoid and just looking for things that don't exist. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm not a goalie coach, but I still see awkward movements from Price. Um... I find that he loses the puck a lot more than, than re- usual. You notice he's given up a little bit more rebounds too, right? And and another thing is too is he used to be so clutch in like high danger areas where now it's like breakaways in high danger areas. It's just he he's getting beat really easily. Um, and what scares me the most is the way the NHL has changed. You know what I mean? I think that yeah. the way the NHL has has changed. It's faster now. And he's such a, 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 you know, a calm, relaxed goalie where maybe the new speed of the game is, getting is not allowing him to adjust as fast. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, it could be me being paranoid. Also, I'm, you know, our defense has not helped him. No. Right. But at the same time, sometimes you want your goalie to, to make a save on a breakaway. Sometimes you, you want your, you know, your goalie to make big saves. And I know he's still going to make big saves, but I'm, I'm a little bit worried. Mm-hmm. Tonight is going to be a big test. Yeah. If he can have a solid performance against this high-powered Leafs lineup, then I think it's going to ease my anxiety, and I won't have to call Little Xan. I was just a about little to Xanax say that. <laughs> and have some of those hot Cheetos. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll Overdose see. On we'll those see. hot Cheetos. <laughs> hey, that's what they're calling them in the streets now. That's yeah. what, yo, yo you, got some, some <laughs> you got some hot Cheetos? Yo, let me get a gram of that hot Cheeto. <laughs> Well, you sound like you know what you're talking about there. Never. Too comfortable there. Never. Um, Now, 
what makes you feel happy and what makes you feel crappy going Here's into the season? Back. That's, uh, the, the question's back. Um, a few things make me feel happy going into the season. I'm excited to see Drew play the wing finally. Um, I'm happy that there aren't very high expectations this year, and I do believe we can surpass the expectations. Another thing that makes me feel another thing that makes me feel happy is we're going into the season. I feel drama free. Um, last season there was the Galchenyuk issues. The Patretti was the Patretti issues was kind of arising with his contract coming up. Now that we got b- rid of both of the issues. I feel like this season we're going in fresh, and I think it shows. The team looks refreshed. The monkey's off their back. Um, they're playing stress-free hockey, it looks like. Yeah. Um, now, the thing that makes me feel crappy is our, was our offseason. Um, we didn't get our top center, unless Domi can miraculously be that guy. But there's no clear-cut center. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of what-ifs. Um, we also didn't solid up our defensive court. We aged. We... Not aged. No, we got young guys there. No, no, no. I mean... Got a little faster. I'd not say. aged. We got another year under Mete and Jolson's belt. You know what I mean? So they're a year older, right? So it comes with a little bit more of like a Two-year-old whiskey? Yeah, it's like <laughs> they're wiser now. Um, Wisers. But Two-year-old whiskey. <laughs> we still have guys like Ben and Schlemko in our defensive depth. Um, and they are competing for a top six pairing role. And that scares me because scary. both of them have had terrible camps and they've disappointed me. Um, ben, honestly, he doesn't fit this new era of NHL. He needs to go. Schlemko just hasn't regained his overall play that we saw in St. Louis. Ever since we acquired him, he's, he's been whatever. And there was, we were waiting so long for him to come last season. Yeah. And he came with nothing. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I tweeted that the other day. I'm like, remember when we thought Schlemko was the savior? He was going to play with Weber. He was going to be the guy. Yeah, man. We were like, yeah, hey, you know, Schlemko's look good. Isn't that? He's done this and that and that. Yeah. Yeah. Not good times, eh? No, sorry. Um, yeah, you know, okay, listen. What makes me feel happy is hockey's back. That's enough to keep my heart full. Yeah. Um, I think... I agree with you. Low expectations for this team. Everybody is counting us out. I think it's a win-win situation being the underdog. I like being the underdog. Uh, another thing that makes me smile, I think, is the style of play that I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot of adjustments. I've seen you know this team. They're moving the puck more. Uh, they're, they're, I find that they're quicker. Their defensive structure has impressed me early. Their, their penalty kill has been better. I, found, I feel like they've made those adjustments. They've adjusted to today's game where last season they were running some like Stone Age type of system. <laughs> and it just it didn't using, look good. Still using wooden sticks. Yeah, yeah. Like the Sherwoods are like, okay, guys, we're going <laughs> classic I, hockey. And, that, and that, comes with, <laughs> that comes with the coaching staff that we've brought in this year. Ducharme and That's all what those I mean, guys. yeah. They've... they've They've finally gotten the prehistoric Claude Julien to fix. I think they said Claude. System. They sat him down. They're like Claude, listen, all right. I know you like this old sweater, but it's time to donate this and let's look uh, at the new windbreaker. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's exactly what it's it is. It's thinner, it's faster, and it's sleek. <laughs> exactly. So that's where we're going with. Hit now. it right on the head. So. Yeah, that's definitely what makes me feel happy. What makes me feel crappy is similar to you. I mean, Shea Weber is out. Yeah. Uh, we don't have a number one center. And I feel like we're in the same situation as last season where a lot of guys are going to have to play above their skill level. 
And I think when we start playing real games and there's three stacked lines, we might see more weaknesses yeah, arise. Um, I'm trying to stay optimistic and hoping you know this team can do it by committee. But you know my subconscious knows better than my heart, and I feel like there's still a lot of things that there's a lot of caution in the wind. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um. So yeah, that's all we got for now. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break and on the other side we're gonna talk to lizzie Lizzie. for all the latest news interviews analysis and commentary about the laval rocket lehigh valley phantoms and every other team in the american hockey league as well as information on prospects junior hockey and international hockey head over to ahl.report the home of the ahl report Follow along on Twitter at the AHL Report for live game updates, ringside photography, game recaps, and articles containing exclusive audio and video of your favorite players. That's the AHL Report, proud partner of Rocket Sports Media, AHL.Report. Want the latest Habs news with game previews, reviews, and highlights? How about full coverage of development camps and special events? Looking to follow the Laval Rocket or the Brampton Beast more closely this season? Perhaps you'd like to learn more about team prospects. Would you like a place to socialize with hockey fans all over the world? We've got what you're looking for at allhabs.net, the place where you'll find everything you need to be the most informed and connected Habs fan around. Allhabs.net. Lizzie, you're back. I am back. What's going on? Welcome back. (laughs) Welcome Uh, back. Not much is going on. We are happy for a big test tonight. How excited are you for the game? Um, I'm actually pretty excited, a little nervous, but I'm pretty pumped. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, it's it's a little nervous. You know, we want to get these early (laughs) bragging rights, even though it's uh, preseason, but whatever. Yeah. We could use it either way. Either either we use it like, ah, it's just preseason, or I don't care. We still won. Yeah. Right. But it but depends who in the Toronto media is talking about it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get right into it. Jasperi Kotkani Emmy, the golden child. <laughs> what have we seen from this youngster? Is he ready to play this season? What do you think? Mm-hmm. I'm going to start with you, Lizzie. What do you think? Fine. Well, I'm trademarking the name Goat Kaniemi. Oh. Anyone's seen it on Twitter, but we're getting it going. And, okay, uh, here we go. Have a listen. Trademark it. You heard it, it here done. first, right? Lizzie, got it. Absolutely. I don't know. I'm just having fun watching him. I feel like it's like coming to an end anytime, but it's just fun. It's enjoyable. Um, he looks like he's having fun. The kid is like the cutest smile. Yeah. Um, but I think I think the biggest thing is is how how quickly you're seeing growth in such a young player. I know we're seeing it's only preseason, um, and you know so on and so forth. But um, you're definitely seeing that growth pretty quick. And for me, it's the puck possession and his awareness um, on the ice. I think um, you know a lot of times you hear people say 
certain players are in the right place at the right time and they're lucky and they're this and that. But um, I, I, I don't call that luck. I think that he's always around the puck. He, he has a really good um, hockey IQ from what I'm seeing. And I think he just he's able to follow the play on both ends of the ice. He knows where the puck's going. Um, and yeah, like I said, it's just it's fun to watch. Honestly, it's kind of refreshing too. It is. It's something that we've needed. What about you, Gibby? What do you see in Kotka? Um, well, I touched on it briefly a little bit uh, prior to calling up Lizzie. Um, personally, I love what I see from him. I think he's a great player. I think he's got a great future ahead of him. He's really creative. I don't know if you guys saw that one play where he kind of passed it to himself off the back of the net. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah like he's really – and honestly, like that was like a split-second decision. I've seen and like, like, like 10 other Habs players fail at that move. Yeah. So. But like, he's 18. Like he's 18. Yeah, like – and it's not even – like it's the fact that like he instantly like just resorted to that right away. Like if I was behind yeah. the net, I'd probably like – pin myself up against the boards and like if you were behind the night you'd puck. be sitting in the yeah probably the right. um but no honestly he's he's got a really smart hockey iq he's always in the right position and he does a lot of great work off the puck i find that goes unnoticed um basically everything you want in a center um i think what's going to end up happening with him though is i think he'll play the nine games uh get sent yeah. back get sent back to finland bulk up a little bit and he he also played wing a lot last year in Finland, so I think they're going to get him more comfortable at the center position. And yeah, honestly, I'm I'm really excited for him. Yeah, I agree with you. What, what you, all you guys say? I think he's. I think the difference from him and Galchenyuk and and uh, past prospects is how smart he is. Mm-hmm. I think that that's his biggest asset right now. He's not the biggest. He's not the strongest kid, but he's smart. He knows the game. He's nifty. He makes high percentage hockey plays. Um, I think he should shoot a little more. I'd like to see him shoot the puck a little more. I know he's kind of a pass-first guy. We have a lot of those guys on this team, <laughs> so I'd like to see him kind of <laughs> shoot more. But, um, yeah, put on more weight, gain more experience. Uh, that's what I'd want him to do before we give him a full season in the show. But then I think on another note, I'm like, look at last year. Nico Hishier, right? First, he, he, mm-hmm. he yeah. got drafted. He played yeah. right away. He played a pretty big role there. Why can't he do something like that? I mean, you're looking at Zadina and Kachuk. They're probably going to gonna play this year. I mean, if Dolan. you look at the side, yeah, yeah. Deline. Well, Deline, yeah. He's the that guy's just child. a gimme. <laughs> but, you know, even Kachuk. Kachuk, they say, yes, he's more physical. He's stronger. But they're not, like, that much different in height and weight. Maybe muscle mass, yeah. yes. But, I mean, if these kids can do it, why can't he do it that is it kind of runs through my head, but that's just me being a fan. What do you yeah. think, though? What Lizzie? What what's what's the right decision here? Should he go back to Europe, yeah. or should he yeah. play Laval? What what is it? I think I think exactly you know what kind of a combination. I think he'll probably they'll probably keep him for the nine. I think firstly for the fans, they got to give him something to kind of get them into it, especially right off you know the beginning of the season. Um, I, I think that he they probably should send him back to Finland. Um, I think it's nice, wishful thinking, but in terms of, you know, I feel like we've screwed up enough of these young guys that yeah, yeah. Ho- hopefully we'll not do that again. So probably best to, you know, again, I agree, back in Finland, okay. let them play center a bit more, bulk up, and come back when you're ready to dominate. So I think that's the right choice too, but my one worry with that yeah. is the big ice. Will it, will it create bad habits? Is he really learning the game, like, as a center? You know, 
the NHL game? No, he's not because it's on the big ice. That's the only thing that worries me, even though I'm pretty sure it's the right decision. But I don't know. That worries me. Does that big ice worry you? Like Because you, you see it takes a while sometimes for these kids to adjust to the to North American style hockey. Yeah, I think, I mean, obviously I, I see that too, but again, I, I, I think that when you have a guy like that, he, that's the system he knows, that's where he's comfortable, he's still so young, um, and let it kind of be a slow transition. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset if, he, if they brought him to Laval, but, uh, but again, I just think that it's kind of where it, where it seems like it's going, and, and I think it is the right decision. Um, I don't know. It seems like he's kind of progressed so so quickly, even at this point. I know, again, it's only preseason. It's only been a few games. But even watching him game to game, like I'm excited to see what's next because yeah. it seems like every game he just kind of gets that much a little bit better and yeah. doing a little more things. So if you're seeing that at this stage, I, I, I mean, I don't know, but I'd hope, I think he'll, he would be okay. And I think that, that we have that like finish line. So yeah, exactly. He has, he has that support, right? He does. He does. They can, <laughs> uh, what do you think, Gibby? What was, I, I guess you kind of said it, but so you think, go I, back. I think it's better. And I don't think, I don't think the big ice is going to affect him too much. I think you get him comfortable because in Finland, you're still playing men. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. not like you're getting, it's not like you're getting sent back to junior and you're playing a bunch of kids your age. You're, you're playing against the men. So, I think it'll be a good idea to send him back there. Um, I think, like I said, the ice, I, like we're seeing him get more and more comfortable. So I don't think it should be that big of an issue with the ice. But yeah, I, like you said, it is an issue for some players. But I don't think it's going to be a pl- that big of an issue yeah. for Kanyemi. And not to mention, I mean, I know Laval is an option, but I don't think the American Hockey League is built for kids 18 no. years old. No. It's no. not that type of league. It's They got a lot of big bruisers in there that aren't really <laughs> known for their yeah. hockey play, you know, skills. Yeah. It's, so it, it, it's not the best league for young guys in my opinion, but yeah, who am I? We're just podcasters, right? Yeah. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe they'll just keep them up. Or knows, right? I got it a better <laughs> idea. Why don't they, why doesn't just Europe change to the small ice and that'll fix everything? <laughs> yeah. That'll yeah. fix every problem. Like Europe should just play on normal NHL ice. Yeah. Stop playing Europe. on the big ice. Figure it out. You're it's, up. It's the CFL. It's the CFL yeah. of, <laughs> of, of hockey. hockey. It is. Yeah. It's like yeah. bigger eyes. The end zone is huge. Like, come on, man. This is, <laughs> this is not This is. This is not it. This yeah. is not it. Okay, so we've seen a little bit of both. Which prospect do you think is, is more NHL ready? Even though one is still here, the other is not. Suzuki or Kotka Niemi? Um, okay, so I will probably say Suzuki. Um, it's not what I really want to say, but I think it's probably, um, the better, you know, the better choice. And, and really what it comes down to is of course, you know, just, just the experience and a little bit older, a little more mature. Um, I really like what I saw from Suzuki. I was actually very impressed from him and, um, made some really smart plays with the puck and I, I don't know. I think, again, same, pretty similar kind of thing. He's reading the play really well, um, both ends of the ice. And I also was pretty impressed with how he seems pretty sturdy on the puck. He's not not one to just be so knocked off that easily. Um, and, I, I, again, like he's had that NHL experience. Um, I know it's not much, but I, I think that he could – I think he could make the lineup – Mm-hmm. I don't think he will, but I think he could. Yeah. 
What about you, Gibby? Who's who's more NHL ready? I'm I'm gonna have to go with Lizzie as well. I I think Suzuki is more NHL ready strictly because he's more mature. He's a year older. Well, I believe he's a year older than uh, I believe Yemi. so. Um, he's played North American hockey already his whole at life. the junior level. His whole life, yeah. exactly. Um, don't get me wrong. <clears throat> I don't think Kotkaniemi is that far off from Suzuki. But having that extra year under his belt, it goes a long way. You learn a lot more. Th- you learn a lot within a year. Um, Suzuki's, honestly, it, like, these two kids are, like, when you think of a center, like, these are the, like, this is what you want in a center. You want the kids that are, that have the high ho- hockey IQ, and they both seem to have the high ho- hockey IQ. You can't, like, you can teach guys how to shoot, you can teach guys how to pass, but if yeah. you don't have that hockey IQ, you're not, you're not going to get better. Right. And that's why Absolutely. these two kids are, they're both fantastic. They both have high hockey IQ. So I think Suzuki is a little bit more developed, but who knows? You never know what, what can happen in a year. Kotkin Yemi in, in five games or four games, however many games yeah. he's played, he's only get, yeah. getting better. So you never know. His potential is... Like the sky's the limit. Listen, guys, we're gonna have a moment here because I kind of agree. I think I agree. I say I'm gonna <laughs> say Suzuki too, but simply because of this. I think people are blinded because it's all eyes on Kotka Niemi. Yeah. So everyone's paying attention more to Kotka Niemi. And let's yep. not forget that Suzuki did get hurt and he missed one game. He didn't play a lot this preseason. We mm-hmm. didn't get to see him in a lot of game action. And who knows if that injury was affecting him in the act next game that he did play if it did he still was decent so i i agree from what i've seen from him i think he may be a little bit better a little bit stronger a little bit of a smoother skater i don't think there's a huge difference i think it's they made the right choice sending both of these kids back but i wouldn't be surprised if you see suzuki take that step ahead before koka niemi yeah yeah for sure okay so we've had some cuts we're getting closer to the final roster uh, what's what's this defensive pairing gonna look like this year? What do you think? I'll start with uh, Gibby. You go first. Oh, I get to go first. Yay! <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'm gonna go with the first pairing is Riley Petrie. Uh, second pairing is Mete and Jolson, and then you're third- just reading the the <laughs> you're no, just reading the lineup, man. You're supposed to. K- <laughs> no, I'm not. And then the third pairing <laughs> is Alsner and Wallet. Wow. OVO XO. <laughs> yeah, that's it. The OVO XO. But why? What do you mean? But why? Okay, okay, go ahead. Okay, what about you, Lizzie? Do you agree? Is this the same thing? <laughs> I mean, yeah, like that's kind of, ugh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I have no problem with that lineup. I, I'm happy to see Ben not in it. <laughs> um, I'm kind of just done with him. And as much as Elsner, like, loved watching him that last game against Luis, it was, it was Brutal, like again, brutal. But I was actually uh, looking up um, draft year from 2007 when Carl Alsner went fifth overall. Wow! <laughs> and I was looking at all all. It's actually hilarious. So here is a short condensed list of some of the players who went after him. Oh, in that draft. enlighten me! Enlighten me! Oh, you will be enlightened. So we have Gagne, Vorchek, Logan Couture, Ryan McDonough, Shattenkirk, Perron, Pacioretty, and P.K. Subban both went after him. And he's only 30 years old. So, I mean, like, what are we missing here, right? Like, Yeah, you know, I don't know. The game changed too much for Carl. 
guys, have faith. Can't be that old. Have faith. Okay, so those lines you said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The uh, lines, yeah. Uh, Riley Petrie, uh, Mete Jolson. Okay, the one thing is, though, is uh, Wallet is a left defenseman. Yeah, okay. And Alsner's a left. It's okay. Will they play them together? Yeah, right? why not? Who, I don't well, know. It's who, usually righty, right on the right. Oh, uh, you don't. Left. Not all the time. I think Willett yeah. has has played well enough to earn a spot on the team. I don't think he's going to get it. I don't unless. So I, who do you think's going to get it over him? I think it's. I think it's going to be Banner Schlemko. But they're both left-handed as well. I know, but we I have th- a lot I, of lefties I'm starting, right now. Yeah, I'm starting to think that one of those guys are going to win the spot. I think tonight is the debut. Whoever plays the best out of Banner Schlemko is going to get it. I hope not. I hope Willette gets it. I hope it's Schlemko. But we'll see, right? You hope it's Schlemko? Yeah. I think Riley Petrie, and who knows? uh, Another thing, too, is if Mete and Jelson. I love that line. Yeah, I know. But let's say if they get lit up tonight by the Leafs. Then, then you put Alsner, then you might see them Alsner with Jolson and and then we you, also and then you put Mete with who with somebody else right so that third pairing is going to be um, interesting <laughs> to see it unfold yeah. because yeah. until Weber gets back I think when Weber gets back we can make it I would make it Riley Weber Willett Petrie Mete Jolson that would be perfect yeah for me yeah and and get B- big carl out of here just you know big carl can eat popcorn <laughs> in the press box yeah. dude big, big carl is a fifth overall pick. <laughs> yeah. I, I fifth overall pick he's making some good i mean okay so at least like, oh wow washington yeah. wow well he he wasn't all that bad in washington no he that's was the thing. no that's the thing it but was, he was the sheltered. system he was sheltered, sheltered exactly we don't we yeah. ex- we need him to to play above his pay grade that's the problem Okay. Yeah. Um, but I will be uh, curious to see that uh, second line pairing against the Matthews line tonight. So I think that will be interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So we spoke about this earlier. Is there anybody who got cut that you thought deserved a longer look? Forwards or defensemen? Lizzie? Mm, I don't know. I probably will s- still stick with Suzuki for all the uh, reasons, you know, I already spoke about. I still think that. I mean, maybe there was some injury that we don't know about, and maybe that that kind of played into it too. But um, I, yeah. I still think that that I really saw some good looks from him. And looking down the roster, I I, I don't know. I, I thought that we could have seen him for a bit longer, maybe give him a chance. But I, I think that depending on how things go and how the year plays out, I think we could see him again. So um, I guess I'm okay with it for now. But I mean, look, I think it, it's fun to watch. And, and to be honest, this is the first preseason in a while that I've actually been excited to watch the games. I usually, I'm being yeah, honest, I yeah. really, really don't watch very much. But it just kind of seems like seeing all this young talent it's and how the team is just kind of playing together and throwing these lines around, it's kind of actually been fun to watch. So I think it's for Habs fans, it's been fun for us and you know, now it's like, oh, the season's coming. All these guys are eventually getting sent down. I think most of us know in the back of our heads it's still too soon, still too yeah. early, but we're, like, holding on to this. Yeah, it's, like, the exciting part hope. of the season. And yeah. The rest is yeah. just going to be, like, a dark cloud all season. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm, yeah. I'm optimistic. Um, yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah, Suzuki, I would have liked to see more of him. Uh, Josh Brook was another yeah, guy we I spoke about. Um, yeah, Josh Brook. 
JB. Simone Dupre. <laughs> I don't know why he's still here. That guy. I would have liked to see my boy Moravchik. I know Lizzie I, doesn't like Moravchik. Oh, I can't stand that guy. Come on. Listen, he's he's big, he's physical, and he plays uh, a smart game. He wins battles. He, I know he's not you know the best what? skater. He reminds me of like every bad defenseman we've ever had before who just didn't know how to like be involved in the fast. Like the guy who's always left but, behind. But at least play. he's smart. He doesn't play a bone. Like he's not a bonehead. He makes smart decisions yeah. and he wins board battles. Because guys yeah. like Carl Alsner, like he can't win a board battle. He just hugs guys. He can't knock guys off the puck. Like no. he's just, oh man. He's so yeah. one dimensional. Like. Yeah, he and I don't even know what that of, uh, one dimension is. He's one dimensional, <laughs> and we don't even know what it is. We don't know what it is. Yeah, he no, he reminds me like of uh, Hal Gill, except way worse. In- <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. no, Hal Gill was actually pretty good. He could block shots. Uh, Carl Osner ends up in the net. <laughs> How many times no. did Carl Osner <laughs> end up in the net last year? Yeah. Like he just front. needs to. He needs to find one thing he can be good at and just do it. You yeah, know? coaching just or find something or press box management. He's, he's a great, great energy guy in the locker room, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I'm sure he's. He, I'm sure he's a he's leader. Super, he's super fired up before the yeah. game to go out there and just. He's like, all right, guys, himself. here we go. Let's go win a game. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so last thing here is we do this every year. We rank our Canadian teams who one to seven Canadian teams. I'll go first. So Winnipeg is my first ranked team, the Winnipeg Jets. Okay. Shocking. Uh, I think <laughs> the combination of their centers, good wingers, a really good D Corp. Um, and I think just about the combination of size and speed, that's my choice for the best Canadian team. That's one for me. Two, you guys might not have this, Calgary Flames. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay, I know it's kind of a hot take. I think the Flames got better adding Neil and Hannafin um, yeah. to an already talented group of forwards. And D, I had high hopes for them last season. If their goaltending can can do it, I feel like this team is is gonna shock teams, and I think they're gonna be really good. Um, number three is the Maple Leaves. The Maple Leaves. Um, I think they're good. But mm-hmm. their defense is still suspect to me. Uh, number four, Edmonton Oilers, Connor McDavid. That's all I'm going to say about that, just Connor McDavid. I still don't think they're good enough to be that good, but Connor McDavid is enough to keep him at four. Five is the Habs. Uh, I think Damn. this team is going to be battling for a wild card spot right till the end uh, with Carey Price healthy, playing good. I think they can hold on to the five. Six is the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, just that's <laughs> Brock Besser, I guess that's it. <laughs> and uh, seven is the Ottawa Senators, the worst team. They stink. They lost Eric Carlson, Kyle Torres, Mark Hoffman, uh, Mike Hoffman, sorry, Mark Mathot, Derek Broussard, Fanouf, uh, <laughs> MacArthur, Stahlberg, whatever, etc., etc., etc. They're gonna suck. Yeah. So. Yeah, but how grateful are we for them that yeah. they have made us look that much I better? I know they they really did. They really did. Right? So Jets, Flames. Toronto, Edmonton, Habs, Canucks, Sens. Lizzie, who you got? Um, yeah, I got Winnipeg one. I definitely that's actually my that'll be my cup pick. Um, I'll put oh, money wow. on that. Yep. Wow. Taking it to the bank. I'm so, taking San Jose, the Sharks. Oh yeah, well that's a good pick too. <laughs> but I'm Really taking... predictable pick there. <laughs> really, yeah, that's a hot take right there. Yeah. Wonder what the odds are on that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I actually, I was, I don't know. I had a lot of fun watching Winnipeg in the playoffs last year. I think yeah. the fans were awesome. So I think, uh, I think they're going to be hungry. Um, I can see Calgary being two. I, I actually was really torn between the two and three Toronto Calgary. I do think that Toronto could be a little better. Um, Calgary for me is going to really depend on that goaltending, yeah. but I, yeah, so I'll say Toronto 2, even though I hate myself for that. <laughs> and then Calgary 3, I think that their top line could be the highest scoring line in, in the game. I think that that line is awesome. And I love Hannafin, so. Yeah, I love that. I love oh, the addition. And James Neal. James Neal adds yeah, some real leadership and goals. Line. Yeah. And, yeah, Edmonton, for sure. Um Talbot has to bounce back, have a good Milan season. Milan Lucic is going to score oh, 35. <laughs> Dude, that guy, when he's good, like, he will uh, – it will be scary. I think they'll be really good. Um, I also had Montreal ahead of Vancouver because I really think that as, as bad as it seems, and when you look at the roster, I get it, and I think that, look, I have been listening to the Fan 590 and – 1050 like for the last oh, three poison. weeks ripping poison. ripping the halves and i'm thinking to myself like is it just me or does nobody else like actually do any research on these teams because they're just yeah, looking yeah. at oh they lost L- Lizzie, and you know what you like, need you need the nettle kettle you know the thing that like after you listen to those guys what's that thing that you like clean the your ear wax the nettle yeah. yeah yeah you need that after yeah. listening to those guys yeah well even i was listening to do you guys ever, i don't know if you guys listen to spitting tricklets podcast yeah we yeah, do, so we we do. Occasionally. yeah so i love that i gotta admit but they were ripping montreal the other was it last week i don't know i i really think if you look at the team you look at the prospects you look at who's available you look at some of the different combinations you could have and you look at the fact that you still have carry price I don't think, I think I agree. I think we could be competing for a playoff spot. I don't think we will finish in a spot that will be favorable for us either way. Um, a lot of then, things are going to have to go right. Yeah, or wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or wrong. For others, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then Vancouver. I think Vancouver, again, similar to Montreal, kind of excited to see what will happen with them in the next few years, but they're just not there yet. Yeah. And then Ottawa, and <laughs> yeah, I think I think I'm not a hundred percent, but I'm pretty sure Duchene is a unrestricted free agent at the end of this year. Yeah, he yeah, is. he is. He's gonna walk hundred percent. Yeah, he's coming to the Habs, but I don't know. I was oh gonna my say, God, like, here we does go. he have anything left though? No, That's what worries I me. I don't want. But him. you don't want him? No, I don't. Attitude. I've I've, I've For said a it. Third line. I've said it. No, but why? Are, you can't. You can't have. He's gonna sign a huge contract. He's going to be overpaid. No he's going to be. He's well, gonna be he has to have a Ryan. good year. He has to have a he's good gonna year. He's going to be a Ryan O'Reilly. He has to have Watch. a good yeah. year, though. Overpaid. You guys You guys have both heard it here first. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's going to get overpaid. I don't know. I, 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 can see him, I can see him coming to Montreal. I can see Bergevin like, somehow liking this guy, Canadian, something like this. I don't know. If, yeah, I don't know. if he has a good it. year, I wouldn't mind exploring that option, but we've got to see how he performs this year. He's not going to have a good year. Look who he's playing with. Yeah, but sometimes you got guys who can score and, and do well because, you know, he'll probably be like minus 80, but at least have like 30 goals and 40 assists. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he'll still score, but he'll be on the ice for every goal. Fair. <laughs> okay, before you go. What about me, guys? It's not always about <laughs> you guys. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> Why am I always the forgotten one? Every yeah, we're, time. we're getting ready. <laughs> 
See, I told Gibby, I said, I'm, I brought Lizzie on because we're getting ready to, <laughs> to get I'm, you out of here. Yeah, thanks, well, Lizzie. G- I'm Gibby, gone now. Gibby, did you, uh, did you hear? Apparently, John Tory declared today like National Gibby Day. Yeah. Oh, so, you got your yeah. own day. It's my day. It's my day. It's your day. day. So that's, that's, why, that's why I skipped you. So you don't have to work today. Yeah, okay. Fair yeah. <laughs> you got fired. Okay. And you got a day. <laughs> who's, your, who's yours? Hurry up. Make it quick. Oh, my God. Okay. So. My list is almost the exact same as Lizzie's. Well, it actually is the exact same. Uh, Winnipeg, obviously, staying steady. Patan, Shifley, all getting years, extra year under their belt. I think they're the best Canadian team to beat. Toronto, adding Tavares, it's going to help. But I still think there's a lot of question marks with the defense. Um, But I still think they're young guns getting experience. They'll be the best Canadian team in the East. Uh, Calgary, adding James Neal, real deal James Neal, to an already (laughs) potent offense. Um, as well as Hannafin. They definitely improved in the offseason. Edmonton, anytime you have the greatest player in hockey in McDavid, your team should excel. <laughs> you um, should. I think Talbot just had a down year last year, so they'll be better. Yeah. Uh, Montreal, a lot of question marks with the offense and if Price is back to form. So I guess we'll see how the Habs do. Vancouver, it's going to be a tough go for these guys, but losing the Sedin twins could give the younger guys... Uh, an opportunity to come in and again low expectations could yeah yeah. low expectations they could play out of their expectations i guess ottawa's a disaster they just had a tornado (laughs) like it's like like a literal the city of ottawa (laughs) is just a disaster right now in yeah it's terrible they lost carlson they got very minimal in return just prospects so they have nothing to put out that was terrible yeah yeah yeah, you know, I thought we were going to be a lot different, all of us, but I guess great minds think alike. Yeah, or everything's just clear-cut. Yeah. <laughs> I guess or, or Edmonton's just going to be the best because Connor McDavid and we're all wrong. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, hey, we'll revisit this at <laughs> the end of the year. Our last, our last year's picks were terrible. We were terrible, yeah. I don't, I don't even yeah. think we revisited. We just pretended like it never happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, no. At that point, we only had like what, eight what listeners. We never made picks. What are you talking about? <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah. None of nobody remembered because. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. Now cool. can I move on? Yes. You're you're allowed. Yeah. All right, yes. Lizzie. Before you go, who's your weekly sports pick? Well, just so everyone is clear. Oh come on! Hey, don't make excuses. All right. This we is got a system. System. <laughs> I was not informed that I was getting the last pick in this. Listen, but... I got the last pick last week. Yeah, Deal we're rotating. We're rotating. Deal with it. Fine. I think we should flip for it in the future, but whatever. Okay. Yeah, we'll, um, we'll discuss it. Fine. I'll take the Bengals. <laughs> okay. Cincy for my boy Gallagher, you know. All right. Oh, yeah, that's Big true. Bengals He's a, Yeah, that's there. right. He is a Bengals fan, yeah. Yeah, okay. I feel for him, so. <laughs> okay, so she's taking the Bengals. Who are they playing? Uh, they are playing, I had it written down, uh, Atlanta. Atlanta's favored by five. Okay. So the Red Rocket. The Red Rocket. Yeah. Lizzie's got the Red Rocket. Okay. There. All right, Lizzie. Wait, did you guys take? Uh, we're gonna announce it later, but yeah, we'll just say oh. it now. Yeah, um, I guess we'll just well. say it now. Okay, so uh, oh, the, okay, yeah, I got. <laughs> You're right there. You need help. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. I got Oakland over Miami. Miami's favored by three. What? Yeah, no, that's sorry. That's they played last week, man. You do this every <laughs> damn week when we do the sports. <laughs> sorry, picks. okay, hold on, Lizzie. Every 
time that we did it last year, he literally read his picks again, and I looked at him like, dude, that was last week's. Like, what are you doing? And you're still going to get it wrong because they already played. You it wrong. <laughs> That's why I lost oh. last year because you weren't <laughs> yeah. telling me. Okay. <laughs> Houston versus Indy. There you I'm go. I'm taking Houston. Yeah, that's right. Lizzie wanted this one, but I had it. Houston yeah. over Indy? Yeah. Okay. Indy's favored by two and a half. Okay. Well, I got Dallas. They're favored by... Well, no. I'm lying. You got Detroit. I got... Okay. Let's... Let me... <laughs> I'm all messed up here. So, Dallas is favored by three and a half. Okay. I got Detroit to beat Dallas. Dallas looks weak. Detroit is coming off a big win against Super Bowl finalists, the New England Patriots. So, that's my pick. Very good. Yes. All right. Okay, Sweet. Lizzie, enjoy the game. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, See you later. guys. Take care. Bye. Take care. Through the air. What if you could listen to whatever anyone was listening to at the same point in time as them? What have I told you? Now you can. That's a Sunspot app. Tell them yeah. about it, Gibby. All right, Sunspot. Connecting people with creators. Create a playlist, add tracks, share the link, listen to music at the exact same time as your friends. A silent disco for the World Wide Web. No ads, no fees. All yours. Sync, stream, and share. All right. Everybody, download the Sunspot app. Uh, it's time for Quick Thoughts. Gibby, how do you feel about coaches' challenge in the preseason? Bush League. It's Bush League. <laughs> Personally, I wouldn't do it just because it's preseason. And when Babcock did it against the, the Habs on Monday, Twitter let him have it. Um, they were chirping him right and left, saying all the guys he would challenge. Um, and his his ego is huge, and he needs to chill out, seeing as how it's preseason. But yeah, personally, it's not for me. I wouldn't do it, especially if the call doesn't even get reversed. You, just, you look like a hero. And for those of you that don't know the term hero, it's not a good thing in this context. In the context that I'm using it, it's basically like a go hard or a try hard. Yeah. You just don't want it. You don't want to have it. Babcock needs to chill out. I disagree. I'm going to say it's fine because you know what? It's preseason for coaches. It's preseason for the refs. Got to make sure that everybody's sharp. Test out the system early. I'm all for it. Bush League. Um, <laughs> another quick thought. If you had to create a dream team of three coaches assembled by only head coaches in the league, who would you choose? I'm going with Barry Trotz, Joel Quenville, and John Tortorella. Um, having Okay, those three, they're some of the best coaches in the NHL right now. Yeah. And it'd be interesting because Quenville is like a quiet kind of, he can lose his temper. Barry Trotz can lose his temper. And then there's John Tortorella. Will lose his he temper. He will lose his temper. And he will definitely try to become the alpha role. He'll, he'll try to find that alpha role. And seeing those three work together would be fantastic. <laughs> All right. Well, mine is John Tortorella. Of course, I have to have him on you my squad. It. He's going to be our head coach you 100%. Know, listen, I think that... <laughs> He's just funny. Yeah. He's the best. And he'll talk to the media after every game. Yeah. He'll do all the scripts. He'll roast the media. He'll be perfect. I'm taking Gerard Gallant. I think he's perfect to work with the youth. You've seen what he did with a team like Vegas. Interesting. And John Cooper. 
coach of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Nice. If you listen to him speak, I've heard him on many interviews. Really personable guy. You see how he's got that group playing over there. John Cooper is one of my favorite coaches in the league. Those will be my three. Okay. Cool. Uh, the game is going to start soon. So before we go, though, we have... We're, well, every week what we're going to do is we're going to be bringing um, a segment. A new, one of our old segments, but we'll bring it back. So we're going to rotate, we'll rotate all, all, all of the segments. So um, this is Do You Have the Answers? I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> so, Gibby, do you have the answers? Probably not. <laughs> um, what storyline game are you most excited for this season? A, bad attitude patches returning to the Bell Center. B, Florida versus Montreal, Domi, hashtag Domi versus hashtag Ekblad. C, P.K. Subban versus Brendan Gallagher 2. Remember that last year? Yeah. D, the showdown with the Yotes and Alex the Center, Galchenyuk. Love the nickname. Um, I'm going to go with the Pacioretty returning to the Bell Center. Um, I'm excited to see the... Obviously, they're gonna, he's, he's going to get a video, of course. So yeah. I'm excited. Do they even play in Montreal, the two? Uh, yeah, I'm sure they do one this and one. Season? Yeah, they'll, we'll do, see. they'll do one and one, I think. Okay. So yeah, I'm excited to see Patches return to the Bell Center. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, now this next one is a little bit tricky. Yeah, let's hear it. I got some, uh, some voice clips. clips to go with it. Some so clips. who would win in an intellectual debate? Let's start with Eugene Melnick first. If it becomes a disaster, yes. If you start not seeing crowds showing up, yes. If it doesn't look good here, it could look very, very nice somewhere else. But I'm not suggesting that right now. All I'm saying is that I would never sell the team. If you open a grocery store and nobody comes to your store, but two blocks down, you put a store in and there's a lineup outside, where are you going to have your store? Okay, so what? Eugene Melnick, <laughs> B. Big Donnie, Donnie, Donald Trump. Jeb doesn't really believe I'm unhinged. He said that very simply because he has failed in this campaign. It's been a total disaster. Nobody cares. And frankly, I'm the most solid person up here. I built a tremendous company. And all I want to do is make America great again. I never attacked him on his look. And believe me, there's plenty of subject matter right there. C. Pierre Maguire. Mia. Well, Capitals top line. I don't you, think. But so. you look at their center iceman there. You got Backstrom's obviously yeah. a world class center iceman. Yeah. Then you got then you got Brendan Morrison that doesn't you know quite always yeah, fit Fleischman, that number two Fleischman's hole. Fleischman's our second center. Fleischman Fre doesn't play center all yeah, the time. No, he doesn't. Steckel does. Center. Steckel's our fourth line center. You got okay. Well, he, he's gonna he's gonna fit right in there. I see Fleischman plays more of the wing for them than not, he does not, the center not, iceman. In the last two months, he hasn't. Guys, done yet? We're yeah. gonna check on this. Uh, they played we, in St. Louis. I'll give you the date. They played in St. Louis and he played on the wing. Steckle played yeah, center and Fair played the right side. So he's been playing. So he's been playing center. Okay. With Brooks like and Eric. Let's, let's move past. <laughs> um, or D, Donald S. Cherry. We go the week. Watch this here, boy. Watch this here, kid. This is put it in. Watch it. It's it out. It's way that go. He plays baseball. Watch this here. Go the week. Way that go. And listen, they need all the help they can get. And way to go, Jared Boy. Put it in there. We got it in. We got it in. <laughs> so who's going to win in an intellectual Dude, Don debate? Don Cherry is the <laughs> smartest man out of those four. My God. I have no idea what he said. 
all I heard was, he plays baseball. <laughs> and a good Canadian uh, boy. God. Of course uh, the good Canadian uh, boy is going to win it. <laughs> P.K. Subin. Uh, all right. So that's all we got. Hope everybody enjoyed. Well, but by the time you're listening to this, the game uh, probably finished. And I got to say this. Hey, the Leafs suck. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy that. Eat uh, it. Uh, so that's all. Uh, that's all we got for now. Um, I guess. Uh, well, see, see y'all later. Bye, have a great time.